Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. Welcome to the Saturday Matinee from True Story FM, our weekly show where in which hosts from across the network gather to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. I am the very prepared Mandy Kaplan, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined by the incredibly funny and charming Tommy Metz. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, prepared one. I didn't really have a choice. You signed up for the slot. And <laughs> good point. <laughs> like you make it sound like, welcome to, yeah. to my show. And the incomparable, lovely Chrissy Lenz. How are you? Hi, I am too. So prepared. So happy to be here and so happy to <laughs> be putting together this very prepared and polished podcast with you two wonderful people. Yes, good morning. <laughs> Is anybody watching anything they want to talk about? I'm finally watching Reboot, oh, and hi. I'm loving Paul Reiser so much. He sort of has been out of my purview for a little while, but then I think he's like the best part of it with Judy Greer uh, next in line. It's so much fun. It's so funny, but Paul Reiser is the one that's really getting me, and surprisingly, the one that I think is getting sort of short shrift in that he's getting the most straight up 
sitcom-y stuff versus the fun meta stuff is Keegan-Michael Key, mm-hmm. who I've always believed can do no wrong. And he's not doing a bad job, but he's like, his, all of his stories are the ones I'm least interested in, mm-hmm. yeah. which I never thought would happen. I love Paul the kid. Reiser's I wish I had his name off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. He t- he's stealing it for me. I think he's hilarious. Okay. I Have think it's, I love that show. It's great. And I, I, I'm like, I love to see Johnny Knoxville, like not getting <laughs> beat up. <laughs> Although not he does. crawling up a bull's ass. Yeah. He does get I, beat up a fair bit in the show though. I'm sorry. I think my computer glitched. Did you say up a bull's ass? <laughs> no. Oh, Zoom. Oh, weird. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I, pe- he is polarizing. I have mm. heard a lot of people say, oh, he's terrible. Why did they cast him? He's awful. I hate him. I find him harmless. I have a friend who's weirdly in love with him, which is, oh. that's not okay. Especially now in light of the new bull's ass revelation. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, Chrissy, what are you watching? So I watched uh, the 1996 Michael Bay classic, The Rock, this past oh. week. The Nicholas Cage. Sean yeah. Connery, Ed Harris, mm. like every other action movie person in the world um we were just scrolling looking for uh like action comedies to watch as a family and we watched the rock it was great that was my favorite of all of the michael bay movies when he had that huge run Mm -hmm. of everything but then there was still like that horrible like i hope you have insurance like all of those like yes. one-liner like things that we were still doing. Yeah. You're yes. the rocket man. Yeah, they're terrible. But when you look back on them with irony, it's it's right. quite charming. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember if I ever saw that one, but there was definitely that time where it felt like they, they were all coming out and they all started the same cadre of guys. And yeah. Yeah, it's, I get confused about what's, what's in Con Air and what's in The Rock because they're so the same. Those are the two that came out around exactly the same time. Um, mm-hmm. We are doing the second season of White Lotus, which mm-hmm. I'm, Me too. I'm only two episodes in, enjoying it more than I thought I would. Good. Um, and I started, I got Paramount because Inside Amy Schumer's back. Oh. And I have a mad, yeah. passionate love of all things Amy Schumer. And <laughs> um, it is so political it's it's almost too much for me like oh, wow. in this day and age where everything is political and it, politics are so charged and unhappy it's like uh, you know uh, my husband jared was like i can't even go there because i don't want to joke about politics yet and oh. i'm willing to joke about it and she's the best one to do it but i wish she would take every other sketch off the ones that <laughs> are not political turn political halfway through it's just so political how many times are we playing a drinking game with the word political yes <laughs> yep, and everyone's drunk <laughs> i did it but but i'm i'm gonna watch everything she ever does so uh inside amy schumer on paramount is there other things on paramount that i would be interested in because i feel like a, a free trial coming on the star treks right the star treks are on paramount that is, is that not right for tommy metz Oh. <laughs> Yellowstone. Everybody loves Yellowstone. It, the other thing that I'm watching is the second season of The Vow on HBO. <gasps> There's a second season of The Vow? Chrissy. It's, I think they've aired four. And I, I want to say stick with it because I think it starts off a bit slow. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, he's in jail. We all know that. That's know international that. <laughs> news. So all that ticking time clock of like, are they going to get him? Are they going to get him? Is dissipated. So the, mm. I found the first couple of episodes a bit slow because mm-hmm. we know they got him. But then now we're learning stories we never knew. We're hearing some twisted stuff. So I, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know on the Discord. What do you yeah. I'm excited to watch Inside Amy Schumer, too. I re- didn't realize that she was back, so now I've got two things to watch. Yay! And this is why we're here, to help each other in our uh, watching worlds. Oh, mm-hmm. words are not my friend. Tommy, If you, I want to make you some soup. So while I'm making it, could you tell us, you, you had an article you wanted to talk about? I did. It was in the New York Times, and this is exciting for definitely me, maybe Chrissy, not Mandy. <laughs> so I'll. Oh, keep that's this why quick. I'm making soup. 
Yep. But there is a chance they're in advance talks. Uh, Jason Bloom and James Wan, the two biggest horror producers that we have right now, are maybe going to be merging their companies. <gasps> and that would be that would be like because Blumhouse has made I never know if it's Blum or Bloom has made five billion in ticket sales. James Wan is behind like the conjuring and all that stuff. So these are just huge powerhouses. I'm excited about it. And then I'm also like I usually like competition. Mm. I'm not a big fan of companies taking over other companies or merging together. But for this, if it allows them to have even a little bit more freedom for things, uh, then I'm all for it. And their first one that they're that they've teamed up on is Megan. Have you seen that? She chose it last week. I was going to choose yeah. it this week. Oh, really? It looks the, so good. The creepy, creepy dancing doll. <laughs> creepy dancing <Ooh>. doll. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, That's so their first. Scary. They teamed up for that. So I'm excited for them. And I hope that that all works. That would be Blumhouse and Atomic Monster joining together. The end. And I cool. so hope that they are not the Brad and Angelina of horror. I mm. hope they make mm. it last. You know? <laughs> when two powerhouses get together, it's always yep. risky. Um, Brad and Angelina, topical. I know. All right. <laughs> this brings us to our trailers. Which I, of course, watched well in advance. And have, so prepared. Have taken Look at her. Just so many notes. Um, yep. But I chose a trailer. I got in there first, starring one, several of my favorite people in the world, including mm. Kristen Bell, whom I'm madly in love with, Allison Janney, who can do no wrong, Ben Platt, not for everybody. I'm a huge, huge fan. Mm. And this one is called People We Hate at the Wedding. Did my daughter Eloise come? She left a note for you. We can just read it ourselves. Dear Mum, Alice and Paul, all I've ever wanted was to feel like a part of this family. I thought maybe my wedding would be a chance to reconnect. No fighting! I see now that maybe we were never really connected. Wow. That's a real shame, isn't it? It's what you want. Oh my God, have you seen this invitation? Are you going to the wedding? Eloise is our half-sister, which means we can half-ass the relationship. My rich sister chose to stay in London and shove fish and chips up her butt. That's not how you eat them. This is nice. My company upgraded me? Very cool, country mouse. I figured that everyone in business class was going to be hot and mean like you. They got Paddington on this flight? Stink. My sister's the worst. Thank you for coming to England for my nuptials. She's like Net-a-Porte, and I'm like Nordstrom Rack. Alice, the wine is spilling. You bet it is, Mom. She sounds like a monster. So lovely having you all here. Only 72 hours until the big eye, too. <laughs> oh, my God, Alice. I'm fine. I think I just had some bad chicken. Have me chicken. I was in your it's wonderful being here with my children and all their friends. You know, he's not my friend. You know I support you. Excuse me, sir? Yes. He's my son. What's happening? And they do sex things. It's A-OK -okay with me, and I'm proud. I'm getting married, and it's not going to be OK! From this moment forward, you will behave like a normal family <laughs> who is here to happily celebrate a loved one's wedding. Is that understood? She's even prettier when she's angry. Absolutely radiant. Apparently, it's based on a beloved novel that I've never read or heard of. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and it has all those amazing actors and all the ingredients of, like, you know, angry, resentful people at a wedding, getting drunk and traveling to London and hating their sister. And yet, it is not a funny trailer. And I mm. don't know <laughs> why. It thinks it's funny. Like, it's Doesn't cut it? and timed like it's funny. But it, the jokes aren't really showing up. Oh, but... it thinks it's funny. Yeah, what it, I'm it thinks in... those are the jokes, like especially that scene with Alison Janney and, and Ben Platt and his uh, uh, boyfriend where she's like, they do sex things and I'm OK with it. Like, oh, OK, that's that's <laughs> that's trailer material, baby. That's, and that feels like a very outdated Will and Grace circa 1993 joke. Like that doesn't maybe as, as the beloved novel, a recent beloved novel, maybe it's a been beloved for a while oh that's interesting if it's just been around and they finally found it like under a cabinet or something 
Let's do this. I one. am a big fan. I it's un, the trailers made this way. It's unclear to know if the movies like this, but I'm always a sucker for we open and everyone's in jail, and yeah. then we have to go back and find out how they got there. I always like that idea. So yeah, if the if the movie is like that, then I'll see it. But no, I agree. I kept waiting to have as much fun as the trailer was having. <laughs> All right. So none of us were charmed by my trailer, which found itself very charming. I'm still excited <laughs> for it, though. I'm still going to see that yeah. movie, and I'm still excited for it, just based on the cast alone. Okay. Agreed. You, you let us know. Okay. <laughs> or you let me know, apparently. <laughs> Tommy's in. Will do. Uh, next in was Tommy. I almost stole your top spot because the whale trailer debuted, and that's an A24. Yeah. But the trailer is terrible. Mm. It's just a, I think, I mean, it's, there's nothing to it. Right. It's a picture of a window, and then he's like, the world is great the end it's a very just rolling on they made it in a day and it's just rolling on his face so instead uh honoring my job to pick the biggest bummer of a trailer every time i chose this is the follow-up from my favorite movie of its year the father starring anthony hopkins this is son you can't just show up here with no warning once again something happened yes Nicholas has come to live with me, and he's improving, but he's a little fragile. Is that why you came to see me? You're blaming me for what happened? He's different from the others. What makes you say that? Why don't you answer me? I do answer you. The look in his eye is disturbing. She wants to turn us against one another. Back then, there was so much joy in our family. I feel like a complete failure. If I'm like this, it's your fault. What have I done? What's, what's my fault? Haven't I always done everything for you? I have the right to reinvent my life! It is my life! Everything okay at home? Yeah. Everything's fine. Did you guys see and or like The Father? Uh-uh. It's rough stuff. It's all about getting old and aging and it's a big it's almost plays like a horror movie at times but it was my favorite movie of that year wow uh so this the sun i mean it's just another really deep dive into family dynamics and it's probably going to hit me right in the daddy issues and all this (laughs) stuff but i love the cast and just on the strength of the father alone i'm interested and excited to see this i assume you are not mandy as Uh, someone who has a son (laughs) i couldn't even quite get what it was about it just yeah. seemed very dark, very depressing, very tense and sad. It without without enough uh intrigue or like a hook. A hook yeah. to make me say, Ooh, I need to see this, even though I very much like all those actors. Agreed. Especially Zen I, McGrath. No, I don't know who that is. I just thought it was a funny <laughs> name. <laughs> I like his name though. Yeah, I it, well, it seems beautifully shot and and wonderfully acted if i want to uh you know have a tense family situation i can just you know experience thanksgiving so oh let's go there (laughs) forget your trailer chrissy what's going on baby girl you talk well mine's the opposite (laughs) of uh uh the tense holiday uh family drama it's the uh freewheeling fun loving silly uh guardians of the galaxy holiday special I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. If your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. Ah! You're coming with us as a Christmas present. It seems silly. It seems 
goofy. It seems fun. I love a holiday special. I like the idea that like maybe they're going to try and recall the nostalgia for the Star Wars holiday special that wasn't that mm. good, but became right. beloved. Um, and I think it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, what did you guys think? It's not my thing. So I have no uh, frame of reference for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for Guardians lovers and Marvel lovers, they'll love it. I'm sure Casey will watch it. But and Kevin Bacon kidnap lovers. <laughs> yeah. Well, who doesn't love that? It, there was nothing about it for me, per se. I think it looks fun. It reminded me of the trailer. I didn't watch it, but the trailer for Hawkeye's. Mm. had his own little show mm-hmm. and it seemed like fun and like very humor based and kind of meta and all that kind of stuff. So I like those ideas for it. I don't have Disney, so I probably won't be able to watch it, but, um, and it, it also like they keep putting star Lord in the trailer, but he's in the same place Yeah, in the three times you see him. So this is like the B team, right? Yes. It's just Dave Batista and, and weird eyes. Yeah. It seems like that. they're okay. having their own adventure and then star Lord will be in probably the beginning and the end. In the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming the, that's Chris Pratt. That's Chris Pratt, yes. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, but no, I thought it was a really fun. I laughed. And when they said, uh, open up for Kevin Bacon, and it was actually Kevin Bacon, that's really, <laughs> I like that stuff. Yeah. So he he likes to do that, Kevin Bacon. He likes to play himself and lampoon himself, and I am down for it. What else has he done that in? That's interesting. On Will and Grace. <sighs> Got which it. he says okay. is the thing most people stop him on the street about. Really? Yeah. You know, 200 films in his canon. People want to mm-hmm. talk about how funny he was on Will and Grace. And he was. Um, I want to talk to him about Stir of Echoes. Oh <laughs> yes. Real so, echo head. Uh, or The Woodsman, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so fun. Chrissy, that's on Disney+. Plus. When does that release? It uh, comes out uh, November 25th. Fantastic. Very soon. And as I slowly tell you that the people we hate at the wedding looks like it's on Amazon Prime on the 18th, which means it's out. Once you, when you're listening to this, you can see it on Amazon Prime. Did I give you enough time, Tommy, to find out when your movie drops? Hundred uh, percent. Mine is released on November 25th, 2022. So if you don't have anything else going on on the 25th, go see this movie about sad parents. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a little segment we call trailers. <laughs> now we are on to my favorite segment we call games. Games, games. Yay! Okay. So I have with me live and in person here a horror lover and an 80s movie lover, right? These mm-hmm. are those are the two genres you feel most comfortable in. So yeah. I developed a very personal game where Chrissy's gonna get 80s movies and Tommy's gonna get horror movies. But I, of course, like bad movies. (laughs) So I looked up really like the worst (laughs) movies in those genres, like on Rotten Tomatoes, 0% kind of movies. And I wrote down their log lines and we're going to see if you can guess what movie they are. I am so excited about this. I can't even believe it. (laughs) Gotta tell you, because it's me, I have inserted several that I wrote myself okay yep so first you must excuse me determine if it's real and if it is real what movie it is or if it's fake then take a stab at giving it a title Got it. oh if it's fake we get to give it a title why not i gave them titles but you would you can probably do better than me so let's see how we do and i apologize if they're not fair like uh, to me they were they seemed like obscure harder movies but yeah you know, Tommy might be like, everybody knows that that's so easy, duh. So I, I don't know. Probably not because horror, everyone makes horror because it's not cast contingent. And so, like, it's a lot. There's so many movies that are horror movies compared to some other genres. Right. So we'll see. Okay. So, Tommy, we're going to start with you. All right. Uh, because you got your trailer in after me. Yeah. I'm going song. to give you a log line okay. of a movie. You are going to tell okay. me if it's real or fake and the title. Are we ready? Ready. After her friend Debbie's mysterious death, Lane finds an antique Ouija board and makes contact with a spirit that calls itself DZ. As strange events begin to occur, Lane and her friends find they will suffer the same fate as Debbie unless they close the portal they've opened. Did you say the word Ouija in there? I did. Then I'm going to say 
false? You say false. I'm going to say it's fake. I made that up. Okay. I did not make that up. That is a film in 2015 called Ouija. Oh, I saw that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, oh, that got that bad reviews. Do you know what's really interesting about that movie? Nothing. But the (laughs) sequel to it, Ouija Origin of Evil, is like one of my favorite horror movies. Oh, that's weird that you would even see a sequel to a movie that was so bad, right? Mike, Mike Flanagan. It's one of my favorite directors. Oh. We had this whole pattern where the first movies were terrible and then second movies, like the, the second Annabelle movie was really good mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, Oh, I know you like the Annabelles. Dumb. I've heard that. I'm starting to play the game now. That was a practice run. Practice run. <laughs> All right. Chrissy. Yay. An all-girl scavenger hunt gets out of control when a group of bachelorettes accidentally robs a bank. All girls scavenger hunt. I've I've never heard of that movie, so uh, I think I have to guess that it's a Mandy movie. Oh, like you know all the movies from the eighties? I know, I know, but I think I would see that if it was out. If it was about girls robbing a bank, and what would the title be if I did in fact make it up, which I did? Uh, Bridesmaid (laughs) Bash. That is lovely and acceptable. I called it Paint the Town Pink. Ooh, I love that. I love it. Tommy, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm here to play. All right. When four bodies are discovered, the only common factor shared by the victims is that each died exactly 48 hours after logging on to the same website. True. True. And what's it called? It's called. You don't really have to know that, but. Kill Jeeves. <laughs> it's called Fear.com. I've, I've seen that movie too. I've got to get in the game. Kill Jeeves, though, is my favorite. Fear.com. I've seen that. Yeah, they're on a little ship. Okay. All right. It. Are you ready, Chrissy? Yes. The score? One to one. An accident swaps the minds of a married older man and a teenager chasing his dream girl. Uh, Is that... Vice versa? No. Oh. Is that, but you think it's a real movie? I do, called Vice Versa with Fred Savage <laughs> and Judge Reinhold. And Judge Reinhold. Yep. Uh, it is a real movie, so I'll give you the point. It's Dream a Little Dream. Oh my God, oh. yes. I've seen that movie. It's got the Corys in it. and they're It sure does. A- That's right. Adorable, yes. He's got a broken leg in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. I'm ready. Heather Harrington has it all. Loving family, good friends, hot boyfriend, and a voice in her head telling her to kill them all. Ooh, Heather Harrington. Very well written. Hmm, I'm going to say true. It is called Good Little Girl. Oh. And I made it up. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love writing log good lines. Work. It's like a like You're a, really good a at hobby. It. Hey, Very good. Thanks, Chrissy. All right. Foreign exchange student Isadora comes to stay with Mandy Peterson and her family in Ohio for a summer, turning their lives upside down when they find out she is a princess on the run. Ooh. I got to try and remember, too, that these are bad movies. Bad right. movies. Um, I think it's true. And I don't know what it's called. It is called Princess and the Petersons. Uh. And I made it up. Yay! I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tommy. Are you ready? We have two more for each of you. I'm ready. So maybe maybe the clue. Oh, no, because Ouija had had names, proper nouns in it, too. Okay, go ahead. I'm trying to game Mandy. It's not working. Go for it. You can try. Dana, her husband David, and their son Lucas move from the hustle and bustle of Brooklyn, New York, to a stately old manor in the quiet countryside. When she stumbles upon a secret room in the attic, Dana discovers the dark history of the family that lived there in the 19th century. That sounds like every movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's called. Um, Every movie? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say... What was that? Oh, no, that was Winchester. Um, 19th century. True. And it's called Lookout! (laughs) It is true. It is called The Disappointments Room. Starring, do you know who's in that? Duncan Joyner. Duncan Joyner. He played. He played this uh, Mandy and J- Johnny's son 
in our movie, 30 Nights. Oh, wow. And when he yeah. came to set and I was like, you know, isn't this exciting? You're in a movie. He was like, my last mom was Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> I was like, oh. And that was the disappointment through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a downgrade, sweetie. I'm sorry. Now it's me. So, yeah. Yeah, but but really, really bad reviews. Like, really. Really bad reviews. Oh, That's the reason I didn't ever see it. Oh, yeah. bad. All right. Chrissy. Yes. A country singer bets that she can turn the next person she sees into a Nashville-style crooner. That's definitely yeah. a real movie. Sounds. It's, it's, it's um... Rhinestone Cowboy? Oh. So close. It's Rhinestone. Rhinestone with Dolly Parton and Sylvester yes. Stallone, right? Yes, Chrissy. <laughs> bonus points. I'm giving you 83 bonus points for that. Even though the movie came out in 84. So it's a weird number that I chose. Uh, last one for you, Tommy. I'm ready. When a group of college friends make a calendar to raise money for their sorority, they start disappearing month by month. Fake. I think it's fake. And I if it was real, I think it's called... Killer calendar. <laughs> I'm not very good at coming up with names. It is fake, and I yep. called it Delta Delta Die. <gasps> I love it. Chrissy, last one. Real okay. or fake? A young extraterrestrial separated from its family and stranded on Earth finds friendship with a boy in a wheelchair. Uh, that's Mac and me. Yeah, yep. bam. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Uh, there we go. And we don't need the tiebreaker, but I'll give it to you guys anyway. Because okay. Chrissy okay. won that four to three. Yes. This is a TV network boss pits a wrestler called Zeus against a wrestler called Rip in a racial match. In a racial match? <laughs> Real or fake. You can decide together. What are the, what are the names again? Zeus and Rip. Zeus. Rip, like rip a sheet of paper? Yep. Mm. Nothing. Not a single part of that appeals to me. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate every part of it. Um, I got nothing. I'm gonna say. I, I'm gonna say it has to be true. Yeah. My thinking is, Chrissy, if we want to team up, that's just so many left field weird things. Yeah. And I'm not putting it past Mandy to be able to do that, but that one seems just too weird to be made up. Agree. That's got to be. That's got to be something real, and it has to have a really weird name. I think it should be called Ding Ding. That well, is 1989's No Holds Barred, starring oh, Hulk Hogan. That's a real No Holds Barred. Isn't that, I thought that was, that's about arm wrestling. No, that's. Um, no, that's over the top. Over that's the top. over the top. You're right. I'm thinking of over the top. Yeah. That's when I turned my hat around backwards and I feel like a truck. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Good work, man. There you go. And good work, Chrissy. Well played. Excellent. Excellent. My favorite new game. I, I saw. <laughs> Almost all the movies they got it wrong. It's <laughs> terribly embarrassing. Now, here's a fun question. Tommy, would you have known any of Chrissy's? Um, Rhinestone. You knew Rhinestone. Chrissy, did yes. you know any uh, of Tommy's? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Oh, just Ouija. <laughs> you knew Ouija? Just Ouija. I, I don't yeah, know how I to really say out, it. Over Ouija. Ouija. Because why I thought, yeah. Because unless it's you get the rights to it, you have to call it Witchboard. Mm-hmm. I remember that movie name. with Tony Katane. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I sure Good do. Good game, Mando. You got us again. Yep, I loved oh. it. I'm so glad it was fun. And it shows you I prepared a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we are on to our list challenge, you guys. Yay. So who were either one of you on last week when this was chosen? I was. And so this topic that we did, scenes from movies that give you hope, can you tell us a little how that came to be? Kyle thought of it. And... Oh, sweetheart. I think it was sort of the opposite of movies you saw once and will never watch again. Right. We were bringing up so many horrible things, especially me, <laughs> that uh, um, I think he wanted to just turn it on its head. I can't remember if there was an exact moment about that but it was definitely kyle's idea and i loved it because we're usually we're because we're wanting to be funny it's usually a little bit more negative mm -hmm. about stuff right. so this is this is the right time of year for this i couldn't agree more i love kyle is such a sweetheart i love that he yep. came up with this and it's so it's the scene that we're talking right mm -hmm. correct scenes from movies that give you hope i of course what gives you more hope than music I, of course, uh -huh. chose all musicals. Yes. A doy. 
Nice. So, um, <laughs> my number one choice is very fresh on my mind because I produce a cabaret in Los Angeles called Miscast. I choose all the songs. And in the last show, the finale song was from The Wiz, Brand New Day. And singing that song, Tommy Metz was on stage with me singing it. Yep. Was that not this like exhilarating, hopeful? It was so much fun. Exciting. Yes. uh, Feeling song. And I haven't seen The Wiz in a thousand years, but I have watched that scene because I was choosing that song and yeah. you can't help but feel like we are all moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> and so I chose that song in that scene from the whiz. Perfect choice. Thank I you, sir. It. Yeah. Cause I had no interest in seeing the whiz after you brought that up as the closer, but I did watch that scene <laughs> just that shit. Cause that song is a banger. Okay. So now me. Yes. For mine. I had picked this something from this movie um, on the actual episode. And so I am, I said, oh, what if it was this? And then it turned out that I was going to be in this episode. So I'm picking a different moment from the same movie. This movie gives me chills every time I see it. And I'm going to do a very small reading. Oh, yes. Very short. Oh, and yes. let me know if uh, you can guess what it is. I think you will. Okay. They'll watch the game, and it'll be as if they dip themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick they'll have to brush them away from their faces. It, People will come, Ray. Field People of will come. Yes. Field of dreams. Oh, I forgot to say that the because Mandy, you did all musicals. I picked all moments that when I watch the movie, I have to watch this moment again, like right away. Like I can't just keep watching the movie. And so I've watched the James Earl Jones speech. I have to watch it like two to three times. Mm, I love it. Um, really good. Perfect pick. Really good choice. I mean, that movie, yeah. chills. Like you said, chills. That That's the first uh, emotional response I have to that movie. I love it. And to the reading that I did, I assume. Yes. I, you are even better than that half. <laughs> if I can be honest, yeah. this is a safe space. <laughs> Chrissy, All right. now you're required Chrissy. to act out your movie. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> excellent. I, so I picked movies that um, when I I have I have myself cried when describing these scenes to other people um, mm. because they were so moving to me. Um, and if my we could get her to choice, cry on this show, would that be a sat mat first? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I like um, it. Let's do it. We'll see. Yeah, I I picked that one of them almost always makes me cry talking about it, but it's not this one. My first pick was uh, a scene from the end of Moana when she uh, Mm. uh, is slow motion walking uh, towards uh, Taka'a, who's uh, really Tefiti, and it's like this big scary monster that's just like raging at her and coming at her with all this like fire and smoke. And she just is slowly like saying like, uh, I know who you are and this is not who you are. And she like gives her her heart back and mm-hmm. she turns back into this like beautiful glowing, uh, giver of life. And I love that scene. And it gives me hope because, um, you know, in the movie, Moana is so brave and so able to do things on her own. But in the bigger picture of like, what you, my daughter was just at the perfect age for that movie. And uh, to see a, a Disney princess who didn't have to have a love story, except for the love that she has for her people and her family. And to see and her hey, like, hey. and hey, hey, of course, we all have to love hey, hey. Um, so that was my first pick. Oh, I love that. And it's taking still never all my strength not to sing the song. It's such a good song. <laughs> right? Uh, Maybe Lin-Lin you Will should Miranda. sing it. <laughs> sing it. Sing it. I've been standing at the edge of the water. Yeah. Oh, oh someone did that in Miscast. That's right. Yeah. That younger kid did it. That's right. That's where I know that song from. Yep. Okay, good. Good choice. I should see that movie at some point. It's great. It- but she doesn't have a love interest? Love interest? Nope. Mm, pass. <laughs> Mando. <laughs> um, okay. So the next musical moment that gives me hope is smaller. I found myself, all the songs I was thinking of were gigantic production numbers because those are the ones that get your blood pumping. So I thought, well, what like solo? What 
individual song. And I don't think there's anything more hopeful and charming and lovely than one of my very first crushes, Gene Kelly, Singing in the Rain. Oh, oh yes. Right? That's wonderful. Delightful. And no one's asking, but I was always a Gene Kelly loyalist, not a Fred Astaire lover. I want that to be clear. My whole life, Kelly over Astaire. Wow. It's a bold stance. Come at me, America and parts of Canada. <laughs> For my second one, I love this part. And the thing I like maybe the most about it is it is a fairly extended sequence that takes place completely in silence. Ooh. And then a huge state fair's worth of people all erupt in crazy cheers. And he looks down at his little furry friend and says, that'll do, pig. <laughs> that'll do. It's the original Babe, certainly not Babe Pig in the City, which I want to punch in the face because that movie made me so upset. Uh, but I thought, I think, Babe, I have to watch little Babe after he says, Ba-Ram, you slowly just in silence bring all of the sheep into the thing and close the fence. It makes me so happy that someday I will also have that same effect on sheep. <laughs> Uh, how do you know you don't? That's true. You might be underestimating yourself. Local man found dead in barn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tommy, you're so bad. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay. I I have no memory of Babe. I know I saw mm -hmm. it, you know, when it came yeah. out on Betamax or something, but I have no memory of it. It's so It's charming. pretty good. I yep. really love it. Um, all right. Well, you watch Moana, I'll watch Babe. Yes. Chrissy. It's me again. Okay. So I, I, I have a little mini theme in, in addition to my bigger theme, which is that mm. two out of three of these movies are Disney movies. Um, but this one is one that not that many people have seen, and I recommend it. Uh, frequently, especially to adults who would probably not pick up this movie or or decide to rent it, but I think everyone should see the movie Big Hero Six, uh, <gasps> and the best moment I think is when Baymax and Hero are trapped in a very very perilous situation, and Baymax uh, has to sacrifice himself in order to save Hero uh, and the young woman they've come to rescue. And throughout the movie, his sort of catchphrase is, uh, are you satisfied with your care? And so he's just like standing there ready to like propel them back to safety. And uh, he says, are you satisfied with your care? And Hero has to say, yes, I'm satisfied with my care. And then they blast him out to safety. Um, and mm. it's just such a good, hopeful, but sad. It's that like um, hope through tears. Bing bong and inside out. That's great. Bing bong and inside out, which was not hopeful. That was just heartbreaking. Oh, Oof. I thought it was hopeful because she gets to go rescue the joy. But yeah, that's that's on my uh, alternative list. That's oh, okay. number six. Well, whoa, <laughs> you have a lot of hope over there. Um, yeah, that that movie crushed me. And Tommy so came good. to see it with my family and Casey was four and he screamed out, it's just too, too sad <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> and I love that moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So nicely done. And Big Hero 6 was huge for us. So good. Mm, I want to see that again. It I was great. It's a fantastic movie. movie and we owned it and watched it and had action figures. And that was a big one in our house. Um. All right. So the last musical is exactly that number that I was talking about. It's a finale. It's like the world is going to change from here on out. It's a massive song and dance number. I have also done it in Miscast. Um, I know what it is. Do you really? My guess, does it have the word greatest in the title? No. Oh, I guessed wrong. Even the title of the song is completely hopeful. From Hairspray, You Can't Stop the Beat. I love that closer. That was so much fun. My last one, this is a switch because this one I cry every single time. It's not that great of a movie, but something about it, the ending makes me cry every single time. 
Um, and I own it and I watch it. And then I watch this part all the time when he's there. And it turns out that uh, all of his students are grouped in the auditorium. And then the senator who he helped tutor invites uh, him up to finally play his opus. Is Mr. Holland's opus. And he breaks down and starts crying, but he was already crying when he walked into the gym and it gets me every single time. So I love that because someday I want to be old and have to play something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, I've never seen that movie. It's not great, but I think I really like teaching movies and I was big in the arts department and stuff. And so that always gets me. All right. The end. Chrissy. I just thought of another one. Tommy just gave me another idea for another one. Now I have seven. Um, (laughs) So my third pick was uh, something that is very special to me um, uh, based on an 80s movie. And (laughs) uh, it's just a really wonderful moment at the end of a a very silly movie uh, called Labyrinth. And uh, (laughs) it's the moment (laughs) where she sort of stands up to David Bowie, who is like looking otherworldly with his high and wide hair and this coat (laughs) that's made of like white fur and uh, she lets him know that through dangers untold and hardships unnumbered she has fought her way to the castle inside the goblin city and he has no power over her oh empowering never seen that one either i've never (gasps) seen that one either isn't that weird i know i know Have you done it on your podcast? Uh, on your podcast, Chrissy? Yes. Uh, okay. Because I was going to say I could come on. I just did. Um. Uh. I already forgot what it's called. Beverly Hills Cop. Nope. Coming, Coming to, America to America on Chrissy's yes. podcast. Oh, on Chrissy's podcast. And it was. It was a, a very good time. I'll I'll All do right. it again if you'll come be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just reread a transcript of everything you said. <laughs> yes. Is that why your throat is sore? Because you you are on Chrissy's podcast. Yep. We do shout. We, got we shout hu- everything. We got in a huge fight. <laughs> um. Uh- All right. Really good lists. And we will have some alternates that we will discuss after the main show for our special members who want to hear extra fun, hopeful scenes. Mm -hmm. Do either of you have an idea for next week that I can turn down because I think I have a good one? (laughs) I do. I'm tired of this hope thing. So I think that it should be for next week. Worst pet deaths. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, and Foster just jumped out the window. Yeah, he did. Uh, I do not have one, so I would love to hear what you have. Chrissy, do you have any? Um, Maybe, I don't know, if we're sort of making a mixtape of uh, scenes that make us feel something, maybe there's something there of, like, scenes that, I don't know. That's right. We did anxiety. Oh. We did hope. We did. Well, my idea is a bit different. Uh, because we talked about Jason Blum and James Wan joining mm-hmm. forces, and we uh, talked about like powerhouse better. pairs. So maybe like films where two of the greatest stars join forces, and then we could we get to decide like, do we want to say and it failed miserably, or and it was like the greatest thing ever when those two powerhouses joined. I love that. I love it. Two powerhouses. Um, I vote. <laughs> fail because <laughs> I think it'll be more fun. Yeah, I vote fail because also that will take away because it'll be really easy if we do win to just be like tons of really old classic mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. But if it's like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in Righteous Kill, <laughs> like that's a wah, failure. Wah, wah. Did you yeah, just make so that I, up, or is there a movie called Righteous Kill with those? There two? is. There oh, is. well, that's and off that's the table great. for next week. And yep. <laughs> who gets to do this? Because I think it's a fun. You know, I mean, obviously, it is a bit subjective, but yep, we know these Kyle, two- Pete, and our very own Chrissy. Oh. I just hit this so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you you just got surprised like a cartoon. Yeah, person. I did. I did. That was me. Boy, oh, boy. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, you're on with Pete and Kyle. At least that's what the schedule says. Excellent. I can't wait so then. Good work. All right, great. So that'll be the the list challenge powerhouse pairs that failed. Should I say actor pairs? Yes. All right. 
We did it. We did it. Now I just need to say, don't forget, you can get longer and ad-free versions of the Saturday Matinee by becoming a supporting member of the Next Real family of film podcasts. Visit thenextreel.com slash membership to learn more. And if you're wondering what movies the Next Real is going to be talking about in the coming weeks and months, you can visit our HQ page on Letterboxd, where you'll find a list of all the movies in the 2022 season. And while you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just use the code NEXTREEL at checkout, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. That discount also works for renewals. Anything you guys want to talk about? What? When does this episode starring Tommy Metz drop for the Totally Awesome 80s podcast? Pretty soon. It's going to be in the next couple of weeks. Um, we did a little two-part series on Eddie Murphy comedies from the 80s. So we did Beverly Hills Cop and Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might come out on the 30th um, soon. So please uh, listen Just to that. Just time for Christmas. Yeah, we're so excited to be on True Story FM now. Um, we're yes. having, we're going to have everybody on guests. We, we're going to get you on uh, soon, Mandy. Pick, think of some 80s movies that you love. I'd be honored. I want to do Princess and the Petersons. Yeah, please. I love that. <laughs> if you can find a copy, just just send it's it rare. to me on Betamax. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And Tommy? Uh, coming up for me real soon is a lozenge. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I am feeling better than I did this morning. So I'm definitely on the mend. So that's good. Okay, good. But this was wonderful. Thank you. A wonderful job hosting as always. Oh, my pleasure. I do this every week with Mandy Fabian on our weekly podcast called The Man Cave. We're two best friends with nothing in common except our first names. And we debate and discuss and argue over basically <laughs> everything under the sun from movies and TV to music and life choices and it's so much fun so join us in the man cave which you can find on true story fm as well thank you for tuning in everyone and have a wonderful safe happy holiday I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. (laughs) 